Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. Remember to subscribe to our free podcast so you won't miss any of our illuminating content. Here is episode 220. So I think the lessons we get to learn are just as applicable, you know, as what we give to others. Benjamin Franklin once said, Do not curse the darkness, rather light a candle instead. If you're ready to set your mind on fire, then prepare yourself for the Luminous Mind with your host, Rebecca Bowman. Today's fire starter is Toby Spears. Toby takes busy individuals on a well-deserved adventure where they also pay it forward in Guatemala. They volunteer in schools, orphanages, visit ruins, eat delicious food, and shop at local markets. You will also have a once-in-a-lifetime experience of roasting marshmallows on top of an active volcano. That sounds so amazing. They help you create an amazing experience with your family, children, friends, co-workers, and employees. Their trips are perfect for you, whether you're single, want to take a group, your partner, or a teenager. While there, they learn the importance of serving shoulder-to-shoulder while gaining appreciation and gratitude. Welcome back to The Luminous Mind, Toby. Thanks so much, Rebecca. I'm really excited to have Toby back on. Um, She was actually on episode 36, which is a long time ago. So we're excited to hear more about what she's doing with her company, which is called almundostudyabroad.com. And it's a really fascinating thing what she does. But before we get into any of that, you know, before we revisit all of that, would you go ahead and tell our audience a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Just myself. Um, I am a mom and a wife, and we live in Utah, and I'm a doula during my day job, and I am a carpool mom. (laughs) That sounds great. Those are all fantastic, amazing (laughs) things to do. So that's awesome. She has on her website her why of why she founded El Mundo Study Abroad, but I want to hear it. You know, let's really tell our audience how you became involved with travel and why you founded El Mundo Study Abroad. It actually is just travel was a thing that was just something that called to me. So I just love learning and getting out. And um, when I became a mom, I wanted to make sure that my girls had that same opportunity. So um, when my youngest was 18 months old, my husband and I backpacked with her on our backs through Mexico for three months and just had the best experience. And just, we got to see so many things, so many things that locals don't get to see. So I just, we really travel outside of the touristy areas. Uh, We travel to see the real places. Um, So the reason I started it is because after our first trip to Guatemala, I felt like my girls had a deeper appreciation for their lives and for the things that they have here in this country. And so I just felt like I could share that with others and so that they could also learn that the importance the important skills of being appreciative and being grateful. That's awesome. And how long has El Mundo Study Abroad been available? Because, you know, I met you like three years ago, and by then you were already doing it. 
Yeah, this is actually our sixth year. Oh, so nice. so this will be the sixth year we are doing our program. Um, I have expanded it. So for the last five years, we've been doing one trip in the summer. And this year, I'm expanding it to do four trips. Yeah, and they look amazing. You can get on her website and kind of look at what each one of those trips involve. What do you feel like, you know, starting this like six years ago, what do you feel like maybe some challenges that you've had along the way? And what have you learned from those challenges? Um, Challenges, definitely. I think just like the biggest challenge for any small business is going to be marketing and just getting your business out there to the masses. Um, it was only just a couple of months ago that I made the decision to make this an actual business instead of just a hobby. So, um, I have been working diligently with and taking classes and I hired a mentor and I've just been networking. And so I, I don't know that I have like a specific challenge that I feel like we've overcome, but just, um, the challenge of growing That would be my biggest challenge. (laughs) Well, and like you said, getting the message out there, you know, um, these types of trips are amazing. It seems like when we first started um, meeting, too, you were just mostly taking like students and stuff, but you've expanded that idea as well, right? Do you want to give us the background of Mm -hmm. why you decided to, you know, expand it to, you know, families, children's friends, coworkers, all of those things? Um, I just felt like everybody could use the experience. And um, for the last five years, it served us really well to go. And I took awesome groups of teens and my girls came. So I just was like the mama bear and had a bunch of teenage kids with me. And we spent a month, um, I, you know, learning together and doing awesome work. Um, and I just felt like I was getting the experience with these other people's children that they should have themselves if that makes sense. Yeah, um, does. So I just thought that the parents would are, were missing out incredibly. So I wanted to make the experience applicable and feasible for mom, dad, aunt, uncle, grandparents, if they wanted to come. So we cut the trip to 11 days because that's a feasible amount of time to take off. And we can still, it's a still a really good trip, um, full of lots of movement and lots of things to do. So well, that was the thought process. That's awesome. Well, kind of want to hear too, like we talked about your why of why you decided to create it, but what has really been the mission behind your travel experiences? Um, and you focus a lot on Central America uh, and you talked about your own experience with your girls in Guatemala, but you know, what's the mission behind that? Um, I think the mission is just to create a bridge between Guatemala and the U.S. It's just a really small country. They are the fourth most malnourished country in the world. Um, So there's plenty to do and plenty of ways to help. And sincerely, I just fell in love with the people. Um, We are treated so kindly and I have so many dear friends that are there that it's just, it's fun to go each time. So I think that's my mission. I also bring back, each time we go, I bring back things to sell here, Guatemalan goods. Um, Guatemala doesn't have Amazon. <laughs> we just, you know, <laughs> they don't have the, you know, the ease of selling their goods. And a lot of um, artisans, you know, they are looking for a way to get their goods sold. So I get to bring them back and sell them here in the States and pay them, a, you know, a great wage. So 
that's another, just the, the bridge, I think, would be the best way to describe my mission. When you hear a lot of, um, you know, we go down to places that are underdeveloped or not nourished very well, and we try to just do things for them. And I think that's pretty cool that you take, you know, you take their goods and you bring it here for them to sell so that you keep them employed. Does that make sense? Like, like if we go down and we just distribute a bunch of shoes, then we put their shoemaker out of business. Does that make sense? Yeah, we could. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, it could be, you know, not, not so beneficial, but they make so many fun things and use such fun colors and fun textiles that we just don't have in the States that it's so fun to share their goods. Um, so yeah, it's definitely win-win. That's great. So, you know, as you've been doing this, you said it's kind of been on the side, like a hobby for you. Why do you keep mm-hmm. recreating these experiences? How do you feel like these experiences really help people? Um, I know, I truly believe that the lessons that are learned um, while giving back to others in the humanitarian work are lifelong. Um, I have seen kids come back and I've seen adults who've come with me, come back and just have this deeper appreciation for their life um, and for life around them. Um, the people that live in developing countries are still very, very happy um, and they're very humble and very giving. And so we get to see that it doesn't matter how big the house is and how many cars you have, that they are happy with what they have. So I think the lessons we get to learn are just as applicable, you know, as what we give to others. I sincerely think it's a win-win. That is amazing. I, I saw a video not long ago where it talked about how um, a lot of tourists are using it almost as a um, aggrandizement of like, look at me and how wonderful I am. And they really leave out right. the fact that the people down there or in these developing places are just as capable and loving and like you said, happy and all of that stuff. Like you didn't just come there to make them that way, that they're already that way. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's, your, what's your feeling on that? I do know there's a lot of thought processes, like on the toxic charity idea, and I I am not one to judge. So if that's something that if that makes someone feel great, then that's their thing. Um, and we go down with a different mission. We go down to do good work and have fun and to learn. So that's what we try to do. Yeah. Well, it seems like your trips are really organized in a really good manner of like you you do some humanitarian work, but then you also give time to go see these, you know, the things that yeah. that are down there too, like um some of the pyramid or what are they? The the ruins, ruins. and different things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said pyramids, but I guess they look like pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the Tikal, ruins down there. Tikal has pyramid looking structures. Yeah, I wanted to create a program that I myself would want to go on and that I would want to take my girls on. So since we were the reason we started it, (laughs) (laughs) um, I know there are other organizations that you can go and you can spend your entire vacation at one orphanage, right? Uh Um, But I wanted to see the country. There is The country is so small, but there's so much to see. So I just really wanted to give that whole flavor. I wanted it to be fun and hard work and learning experiences and 
friend making and so yeah I just wanted it to be pretty well-rounded well and that would be I mean we would hate people just to come here and just see you know one aspect of our lives too you know right. I mean we talked about right. my husband and I are talking about like you know going to travel and just spending the whole time in New York or something I mean that doesn't that's not what America's right. about or you know it's kind of like when we go to other countries and we just spend all all of our time in like one city or something like that we really Absolutely. don't learn what that nation or whatever is about so i'd love to how, how... yeah i like i like it better yeah go ahead i'm sorry, sorry i cut you off no i like i like the well-roundedness of it so i i don't want to just stay in one place i like being able, being able to get out and see the actual countryside yeah that's great. Well, and I'd love to hear how you feel like your overall paradigm has changed over time and with experience. I imagine like when you started it six years ago, like sometimes our, our reasonings evolve, you know what I mean? And we get something, we, we come away with something different at it, you know, six years later. How right. do you feel like that's happened? Right. Truthfully, I, since we began, when we began, it was mostly just like a vacation, um, and then we would throw in some trips to the orphanage and, you know, but it really was more of just uh, a month-long vacation in Mexico. And it was fabulous. Um, but as I've, as our program has evolved, then I've become more passionate about really focusing on the humanitarian work. Um, so now that that's definitely more of my mission and then just a couple of months ago, I had the idea of doing some donations. So um, that's one thing that's also changed is that we're now I'm able to, I'm collecting from other people who want to be involved and sending down school supplies and backpacks to the school that I work at. Um, so that's been fun because usually it's just been out of my pocket. Every time we go down, then I just buy all of the supplies that we donate. But this has been really nice to have so much outside support. Well, and somebody might feel like, I mean, if they can't get the time off to go, that they're still like, they're right. still making a difference in the world, you know, just by helping in that. And still being involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's still fun to be involved. And yeah, I got a big, um, a friend of mine dropped off a bunch of stuff this morning and she was like, oh, this is, I, she was so grateful that she knew it was going to a good place. So yeah. just to, to be involved and to know that it's going to be well utilized and well appreciated makes a big difference. Yeah, it definitely does. Well, I love how you've expanded it to families and you can see the connectability that that can have, like that kind of experience really does foster better family relations too. I mean, do you want to talk on that Absolutely. a little bit? Like, I mean, it's kind of like uh, being a scoutmaster and you get to have all the experiences with that person's son, yeah. then them coming along and yeah. they getting to have it, correct? I mean, Absolutely. I think, yeah, I felt like, they were just missing out. So personally, like we, we have grown as a family because it's innate. Like you, it's, you don't really have an option. Like you go to a different country and nobody speaks your language and you don't have your next door neighbors or your best friends from school. And it's just your family. So you really learn to rely on each other and to play with each other and to talk to each other. So I, um, in our group, we don't, bring electronics so um 
we bring phone, you know, like not phones, but cameras so that we can capture all of the moments, but my participants don't bring electronics. So they're unplugged. So they're able to look out the window and see what's going on instead of having their head in a phone yeah. or a tablet. Well, and that's kind of what I was saying about the grandizement that like with the video, like you saw like the girl taking a lot of selfies and then posting it on social media. I think when when you go through um, that experience just with a camera and you can't immediately, you know, you do stay more like focused and in the now and you have a better mindset about what you're doing um, when you can't like immediately connect with those friends and all that that you know what I mean like yeah. that you had back home uh-huh. but you really it what does it, it it creates like this mindful experience of really just being in the present moment I would think yeah I really do agree and I as the director have my phone in case of any emergencies so we always have access to some you know to speak to somebody if anyone means anything but it just it really is such a problem that we face with being addicted to technology and phones and TVs, but it really is nice. So I had um, a cute teen come with us last time and his favorite pastime was playing video games. And I don't have video game players in my home. So I didn't realize that it was like a real thing. Like, like he spends spent hours a day playing video games that's what he did like I was like wow okay um but that was his thing and so that was the thing he was most concerned about on our trip is that he wouldn't have access to video games and when we came home it had been you know he had a great trip and he learned a lot and he came home and his mom was flabbergasted that he no longer wanted to spend hours and hours in front of the TV on video games. He was like, no, let's go to the park. Like, oh, that's awesome. and she just couldn't believe it. She was just like, what happened to my son? Like, <laughs> where did he go? Before we go on, please listen to this message. If you enjoy this content, you can help us with as little or as much as you'd like over at patreon.com backslash the luminous mind. These funds help us to continue to produce illuminating content with needed equipment and resources to spread the message of changing the educational paradigm. We appreciate all the ways our listeners help us continue this effort through patreon.com backslash the luminous mind by expanding exclusive content, giving away gifts, and giving patrons first seen products on patreon.com backslash the luminous mind. Toby Spears, helping us learn through travel and service. So I'd like to hear more about your website. Can you just tell us maybe some key points of what you feel like people can find there and learn on your website? Yeah, hopefully it's very easy to understand and, you know, lots of information. So I put on all of the 
trips that I'm, I'm offering for 2018. Um, and you can look at them and you can see the itinerary for each one. We have a handful of photos and testimonials. So I hope it's something I built myself. So I really hope that it's user-friendly and easy <laughs> to understand. That's great. And like I said, you could go on and see their trips. But most importantly, I want to hear about the testimonials. You know, how do you, what's the feedback you've gotten from these travel experiences? And how are they helping other people be more successful? I have had so many great responses. Um, and truly, my life goal is that the people that come, the participants that come, they decide that they want to continue humanitarian work outside of just my program, right? So um, teenagers that come, they're like, oh, okay. So when they're thinking about a career choice, they're not just thinking like, okay, what can I do to me? But they're thinking, what can I do and so that I can help someone? So a couple of ideas is like dentistry. You know, I've had a lot of discussions with past participants about dentistry, you know, dentistry or being a doctor or, you know, just a skill, having a skill that they can take other places like developing countries and help others. Yeah. When you, you see that, like the connection is so much greater for people who just aren't thinking about making money, but they're thinking about how they can right. help people in the world. And I think it brings greater life satisfaction as well, you know, that we're we're thinking about how we're contributing and not how that we're just taking something. Not that not that if you are just we're getting money, you're, you're, you're not contributing, but, you know, like this greater sense of of who you are in the world and how you serve. Yeah, I love it. I really just think that. And on my last trip, my sister, she and her son came. He's thir he was 13 at the time. And it was the first time she, I mean, she's over 30 years old. It was the first time she'd ever left the country. And wow. so it's not just, you know, it's not just a program for travelers. Most of my kids that have come, Several of them have never even had never even been on an airplane before, let alone left the country. Wow. So, yeah. So adults, you know, adults, kids, grandparents, I would love to take a group of retired people. That would just be so fun and so life affirming. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like being able to get out and see how other people live. I mean, we talked about how it changes changes the child when they come back here, but um, it really gives them a right. really great understanding that we're more of like a, a world partner type thing instead of just like it's us against them. Like you see a lot of that like now of like people who, Absolutely. Have, who haven't been outside the country all of a sudden, you know, when they get that experience, it becomes more of um, we just care more about other people. Have you seen that in some of your testimonials? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think that's the most valuable lesson to learn is that we speak different languages. We are different colors. Um, we live on different continents and different countries, but we are all people. So we want the same things. We want safety for our families and food for our children and homes that, you know, roofs over our, our heads. So I think that's honestly the most valuable lesson that can be learned and that it's not 
they aren't others. Yeah, that we, 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 are all just want, we. we all want the same things, ultimately, for sure. Yes. So what do you feel like, yes. you know, you, you talked about, I mean, one of the reasons why we love going back to Guatemala is the connections that you have with those, those people in other countries or in that particular country. How do you think these connections really enhance um, your relationships, but also your learning? And how can people use those connections to ha- enhance their learning? Does that make sense? Sort of. I'm not sure I'm getting exactly what you're saying. <laughs> well, you talked about bringing back some, you know, bringing back uh, things to sell and stuff like that. How do you how do you feel like that that's maybe helped with people's learning? Does that make sense? Oh, well, a lot of people, myself included, didn't even know where Guatemala was the first time. Like a lady talked to me about going to this country called Guatemala. And I was like, where is that? <laughs> um, like, and just. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to a man, and he's like, what is that? Like, a 15-hour flight? <laughs> like, he, w- he was thinking that Guatemala is, like, in Africa. <laughs> you know, it, it's like five hours. It's really quite simple. So, as far as, like, learning, I think it's I'm able to put Guatemala on the map. Um, like, last week, I was speaking to a group of Girl Scouts, and we were talking about Guatemala and... Um, they, you know, so we got to look at the map and see where, where it is. Some, you know, there's so many countries in this world and, you know, so sometimes you might not know where one is. So I think that's been one thing fun about what I'm doing is that I, I get to put it on the map and again, create that bridge. Yeah. Well, and I feel like too, like if you get to know where Guatemala is and understand what's going on there, um, it increases your whole ability to understand world geography <laughs> in general, you know, like you're also yes, interested yes. in what's going on in other countries too. So that's awesome. What, what do you feel like um, are great habits in your personal life that you feel like have been really, that have helped you with your success in traveling to other countries? I don't know. My personal successes that have made it um, like just probably, Rebecca, have. it's just like tenacity. <laughs> It's just like, no, um, I just get this funny idea and I'm like, okay. And my husband's the best sport and he says, okay, (laughs) let's go along with this. So, um, I think my, my greatest, my greatest habit is probably my husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that probably probably took you getting over your fear. I mean, to to do that, and I think that oh, that might be a habit that is helpful to kind of bust through your fears. I deal with that quite regularly. Like especially when we started, my father just thought that this was such an idiotic idea, and especially taking my children. We when we first went to Guatemala, we drove from Utah and so we spent 12 days in the car from Utah and went all through the states and then all through Mexico and drove into this to this teeny country that we'd never been to (laughs) we didn't have GPS or (laughs) you know like a Wi-Fi wasn't even that big of a deal six years ago we didn't have Wi-Fi so I've dealt with that a long time just people it's other people's fears yeah, um, that's for sure. I have, I've always tried to live without fear being my, like, my motivator. I really try very hard, and I, we really just, in, we go there with our hearts 
and eyes and minds wide open, and we're very aware of that we're in a developing country. The family, we try, we stay together all the time. Um, we don't break into groups, and we've never had a problem because we just we stick to what we are doing. We are not out gallivanting late at night, you know. So. Well, it's really great that you bring up the fact that other people's fears kind of can stop us. And I think that that's really true. I mean, uh, we took our kids to France and people were like, I can't believe you're taking your family there, you know, because it's so unsafe and everything. And and right. it makes you feel like, oh, am I, am I not a good parent or, you know, how am I? But yeah. um, but at the same time, like it just shows it just showed our children that sometimes people are scared of things that they have really no basis for that other than listening to the news type of thing, you know, like. Yes. Yeah. So the last time we were there in Guatemala, a friend of mine who's an American and lives down there with his family, he said to me jokingly, but in sincerity, he's like, I can't believe you still live in the States, Toby. It's so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So, I mean, the picture goes both ways, right? Yeah. Like, he's, he's living in Guatemala, looking at this country. He's seeing, like, police officer violence and brutality and school shootings. And he's like, what is wrong with people? Why do they live in the United States? That's so funny. I think, you know, we could put that, we could put that to the test wherever we're wanting to go. If we go, you know, there's, the truth is, is that bad things happen everywhere. Yeah. And so you have to go, be aware. I mean, like anywhere you yeah. go. Yeah. Absolutely. You're always aware. I mean, you're aware in this country, you know, there are lots of us that aren't going to go out downtown Salt Lake or downtown DC or you know to the Bronx or Brooklyn like at one o'clock in the morning like Chicago so um when you're traveling internationally by by the same logic yeah exactly I love that so what do you feel like are your long-term goals and you know how does that work into the legacy that you want to leave you kind of touched on that earlier but I want to kind of go over that again well, I have been taking some awesome entrepreneurial classes, and I'm learning so much. So um, my long-term goals are pretty hefty. And um, so within the next five years, um, I want to be donating 50% of my income to the programs that I work with in Guatemala. Oh, that's um, awesome. And my funnest is to create a free lunch program at the school that I work with. A lot of the students come to school hungry and go home hungry. Oh, wow. So I just am super excited about developing and creating a free lunch program where the kids can come to school and get a nice lunch. Yeah, that sounds awesome. This yeah. sounds like an amazing legacy to be able to help people like that for sure. So before we say goodbye, do you have any final parting words for our listeners? And then give us your contact information, how they can get more information about your trips and things like that. Okay. Um, well, my website is elmundostudyabroad.com. And that is the same name on Facebook, El Mundo Study Abroad on Facebook. Um, I also have a private group that you can join if you want to contact me or however you want to. You can contact me or just join the group 
request to join it. It's El Mundo Study Abroad group. And on there I do like daily Spanish, you know, like a, a daily Spanish phrase, just some fun stuff, facts about traveling, facts about packing, and facts about Guatemala. And my parting words would probably be just go see something new. Go, um, go do something that you haven't done before. Research shows that our brains are moving, like the synapses are firing at a faster speed when we're traveling. Yeah. Because it's something new. Because we're not on auto drive, right? Yeah. So a lot of times we it's a new a lot of times we don't realize like our life gets very habitual and we go through a lot of it not even thinking and then when we travel all of a sudden we have to turn our brain back on yeah and i read a fabulous article from a researcher in the uk and his research showed that memories from travel stay a lot longer than just like regular memories so um he wanted to ask like what do you can you think of like think back through your childhood christmases and how many of them do you remember like specifics like what you what you guys did what you you know like some real specific intact memories and then he said and now tell me like if your family went on a trip together can you tell me about it and people remember it You know, like we remember our childhood family reunions and our family gatherings because we're out of our norm and we're, you know, our memories are more cemented because of that. That's great. Yeah. Well, and I love, like you said, like where you're starting now to really incorporate some of those relationships into that travel. I think you're going to do amazing things by helping families have that connectability that they didn't have the opportunity to do before for sure and so that's yeah i I hope so (laughs) i think it's great again we've been talking with toby spears she's with el mundo study abroad program i would definitely check out her website and find out what's going on it's a great thing to do this summer as a family and definitely as a student to broaden your horizons and horizons in learning um her website is elmundostudyabroad.com she's got a facebook group that you can go to and just connect with her can they connect with you on the website to be able to join your private facebook group i think that sounds interesting you know the conversations that you have yeah they can yeah and i can um if they go to the website then they can sign up for periodic emails and i send out you know like a very periodic once every month maybe email about the comings and goings and like a fun article I've read or some an interesting article. And anyone can find me on Facebook. My personal page is Toby Spears, T-O-B-I-E-S-P-E-A-R-S. And they're welcome to find me there too. That's great. We're going to be sure to link all the information that we've discussed today with Toby on our website as well. But thank you so much, Toby, for coming on and helping to light our minds on fire on this really important topic of travel. I appreciate it. Uh, You're awesome. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. To learn more about Toby Spears, go to our show notes at luminousmind.net. Be sure to become a subscriber to our free email list and help us continue production of illuminating content by sponsoring us at patreon.com backslash the luminous mind to get exclusive content. Subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Google Plus, Pinterest, and now Instagram. 
to help us grow, consider these easy ways. Tell your friends about us, leave us a review, share our content, tell us how we can help you so together we can continue to light minds on fire and change the paradigm of education. 